Today we hear from Indigenous people in our country about their life, experiences, their hopes for the future, and how we can support Indigenous families and communities within Canada. I'm James Curtis of The Drive, and this is part of Sterling John's story. So I'm from Ontario, Canada, and uh, my, my home reserve is actually the Saugeen First Nation Reserve. And it's um, over by Southampton, Ontario, really nice area. And uh, yeah, I grew up in Ontario and I didn't really actually understand too much about my culture. And it's, it's funny because the majority of my, my learning has come in the last uh, 16 years of my life about my own culture. And, and I ended up, uh, you know, going off to Alberta to work. And for the most part of that 16 years, it's been indigenous policing. So it really allowed me to get involved with the communities, the, um, the culture and, uh, and working with uh, the Cree and Blackfoot in Alberta. We're at a time in our life where there's a lot of education now and regarding residential schools, um, Indigenous communities, culture. That's not necessarily something that was put into our education system back when I was a kid. And I certainly put that on the government. It, it should have been uh, included in our education system. Um, so, you know, I, I've really learned a lot along the way and getting involved with the communities has really exposed me, um, to, uh, to many good things and, uh, in learning. So I, I currently work down here at the, uh, Enoch Cree Nation and, uh, we were just involved in, uh, grand entries actually just yesterday and, and in the powwows this summer, just a great uh, community event. But I think just now in 2022, we're, we're starting to get some light on the true issues within our, our country and, and what we need to do moving forward uh, in reconciliation. You know, there, there has been a lot of racism for sure, um, discrimination, you know, towards Indigenous people. And, you know, that's kind of part of the thing where music has really been a great uh, – a great opportunity for me to bridge the gap between communities and my current work and uh, really connect. So I think there's a lot of work that has to be done. Um, and that's really what I like to do as a musician is uh, relay messages of hope, healing and love for others. Um, there was a song we're all children. I'd spoken to you about that uh, recently. And the, the hope was that we're going to have something together for national day reconciliation. Um, and it just speaks to the people who have passed in residential schools, uh, but also um, our youth now today that still suffer the consequences of what residential schools have done within their family. Um, you know, and uh, it really brings a light to the uh, residential school issue within our country. Many people who have been through residential schools have not necessarily told their story because they're still dealing with it. Um, I had a coworker actually that, uh, you know, I've known him for years and it wasn't up until a couple of years ago that I had actually sat down with him and spoke to him about what his experiences were in the residential school system, what some of the stories were, the good, the bad, because um, not all were bad within residential schools. There was, there was some good experiences, but um, it was heartbreaking to hear some of the, uh, the bad stories that he's had to experience. 
a lot of uh, Indigenous people that have been through residential schools uh, don't seem to really talk about it, and it's understandable why. Um, and they're holding that pain inside, right? And I think that that's uh, what's important to to hear and listen and understand what happened in uh, in our country. You know, it really comes back to, um, I believe, spirituality. You know, we have to love one another, right? Um, God loves us. You know, we have to we have to be a light for people within our community, be a rock for those that are going through a hard time. And I think that having an open mind to to what happened in our country is what's important. Um, and don't judge people by uh, perhaps um, their past, you know, because there is um, there is change that need to be broken for sure, and and we need to get there together as a community. I would say in the last five years, I've certainly seen an increase in um, controlled drugs and substances, uh, overdoses especially, and ever since COVID actually happened, it really became an additional stressor that people didn't really know how to uh, how to deal with, you know. And when COVID happened, we saw a really big spike in carfentanil. So carfentanil, we were seeing uh, reports of death uh, where people were coming back. I, I believe one was like, well, so much higher. There was no ability for um, Narcan to even bring somebody back from that amount. Mm. Um, so we're just seeing a really big spike in overdoses. Suicides have been up a lot. And that's across the country, it seems. Um, and it's just a lot of, um, I just think we're at a point in time where, where people are really struggling exceptionally hard. I think it's important to, number one, uh, welcoming uh, people to our churches. You know, when I was, when I was raised up, there was always this, um, a saying, come as you are. And I think that sometimes, um, you know, some places of worship can be somewhat critical of people, right? And uh, my mother actually was, uh, she had a Sunday school bus in Ontario that she ran one of the, the routes. And she was one of those people that never judged anybody. You had, uh, you know, young kids coming on that Sunday school route that didn't have anything. And, and I think that number one, um, our places of worship need to be a place where people can come and not feel judged under any circumstances, come as you are, right? Um, I think that we need to certainly educate ourselves on the the history of, of what's happened and come together. And whether it's, uh, you know, picking up a phone and, and checking in on people that are struggling with um, with this past history of residential schools and, and letting them know that they're not alone, that, that we're there for them and, and be a listening ear. I think that's a really good place to start and don't necessarily press people for information just when people are ready to talk. Right. Um, there's a lot of stories to be told, right? And and I, I know this because working within Indigenous communities, um, we are storytellers. Um, that's how a lot of the history got passed down with us, through storytelling, right? So I find that uh, people do uh, do talk and they want to be heard, um, but we have, to, uh, we have to be a listening ear for sure. I was out here when the, uh, the Pope had come to Alberta and um, I, I certainly think that there's steps in the right direction that have happened. But just because it's, um, you know, maybe sorry has been said, you know, it's ongoing. We have to 
we have to continue the conversation, right? And uh, and we have to. It's not going to be fixed overnight. This is this is going to take generations. It's not going to be within our lifetime. So education is is certainly key. Trust is built over time too, right? And and that's the one thing I've worked in the south. I've worked in the north, and I've worked down here now. And some of these places where I've worked in up north has been like what's called a three-year LDP, so limited duration post. And the one thing that I didn't necessarily like about that was uh, you were just getting to really know the people by the end of that three years, and then you're transferred out to a different uh, location, right? And trust takes time to be built, you know, and it is built, but we have to put the work into that. We need to, um, this is actually a really good way to get involved. Attend a local powwow. You know, this is, uh, we have powwows every summer across Canada. I think it's really important for people to come to those. They're welcome to these events and, and be a part of the, uh, of the experience, the conversation too. So I, I think that that's an important part for people moving forward to get involved in these cultural events for sure. You can Google these cultural events. They get posted. So every year they're usually around July and August. Um, and they have, uh, you know, powwows that, uh, when one powwow is done, everyone packs up and they move to the next powwow. And uh, this is done across the uh, the country. I'm very, very passionate about uh, Indigenous reconciliation. Um, and this song certainly supports uh, Indigenous reconciliation. It speaks to the, uh, the kids that were in the residential schools, the ones that didn't make it, the ones that did. Um, but it kind of tells their story. And uh, we wanted to get the, the project completed for this year, but it just became a wild year. So we weren't able to get it, it finished yet, but perhaps we'll get a video together for it next year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, certainly will go out um, to all platforms, but uh, I like songs that are about hope and love and being there for one another. And uh I find that it's very therapeutic, you know, whether it's, um, you know, there was a song called not alone and it's so important to, to relay that message to our communities, right. We're dealing with, uh, we're dealing with severe issues of uh, suicide, depression, anxiety, uh, addictions. Um, and right now not a lot of people know what to do. It's, it's become especially apparent in the last couple of years right now, all hands are on deck. And we're at a crisis, you know, hospitals are in a crisis, you know, policing for sure when it comes to mental health and finding out the best way to affect change and help others within the community. We're kind of at a, we're at a place in our history where, you know, with carfentanil, et cetera, we're not really sure necessarily what the best course of action is to deal with that, but we're working with, you know, our healthcare system and, uh, mental health within communities and community elders, and uh, we're, we're dealing with a lot of the a lot of the issues I think that have been pushed down for so long, and they're just coming up, um, and people dealing with uh, with traumas for sure. Um, life is is hard, and life comes with challenges, and nobody's perfect, you know. And my message would be for them, for even other youth within our communities, is don't be too hard on yourself right? Um, You know, life has a way of of teaching us many things. And 
And sometimes we're taught through the hard lessons of life, the ones that we don't necessarily want to walk through, but we have to. Um, I know that was that was my situation. And um, don't be afraid to pursue and and study your culture. Right? There's nothing to be ashamed of in that. Um, we need to actually. And and I believe that God made each and every one of us very unique with, you know the color of our skin with our, our language, with um, our gender, you know, and we need to have that attitude of loving others always. Right. And um, as hard as life is for our kids, our youth, um, there will always be a light at the end of the tunnel. It's important to be, to be strong through those, those times.